Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. On this episode of the Front Office Podcast, I'm joined by the father and son duo, Keith Jones and Keith Jones II. Keith Jones II is entering his sophomore year at Washington State University, where he plays baseball. This is also the first episode under a new format, the Believe Podcast Network. You can find all of your podcasts by searching Believe Podcast Network or anywhere that you listen to your podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Front Office Podcast. So today, y'all, first of all, this is something different because this is family. Um, I have two guests with me, a father and son duo, uh, Keith Jones and Keith Jones II. Um, I'm referred to the dad as Big Keith. I'm not going to refer to little Keith as little Keith because he's taller than me. So I'll call him Deuce on this, but he's still always Lil Keith to me. What's up, y'all? Thanks for coming on to the show. Hey, thanks for having us, Rick. Appreciate it. Um, first of all, uh, Deuce is a going into a sophomore season at Washington State, uh, baseball player, um, left-handed with a nice swing, kind of reminds you of a Barry Bonds, Ken Griffey Jr., uh, so, uh, first of all, I just wanted to say thanks for coming on and, and, and hopping on, too, man. I appreciate you. Of course, uncle. Of course, got you. I, I, I've been knowing Dad, uh, I would say, probably since I was maybe like thir- 12 or 13 years old. So, this was way before uh, Deuce was born, and, and our families know each other, and, and we still hang to this day. Um, we always talk a lot of sports, and I just wanted to get um, Lil Keith on before he went back to school. He's on his winter break. So um, just wanted to let's just dive right into it. First of all, Dad, um, I know a lot of kids want to play basketball and football. What made you push Keith into baseball? <laughs> I didn't have to push Keith. Okay. Uh, you know, I played basketball. Right. And... Uh, you know, when Keith was born, I was like, okay, I got my hoop player with me. You know, we about to get it in. Right. Um, but at about the age of four, actually before four, and one of his first toys or gifts that I got him was a little, one of them plastic bats yep. with the ball. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he would just gravitate to that thing. That's what we did every day. Wow. He would, we would sit there for hours and he would just grab the ball and the bat and run to me and be like, hit, hit. And I would pitch to him and he would hit in the living room, making his mom mad. And, you know, he didn't break much, but uh, he didn't break a lot of things, but he did break some things. But in the same token, that was our thing. And it just that started at probably at the age of about two. Then at about the age of four, 
Um, I'm at work one day and one of my coworkers started talking about baseball and he coaches and, and all that. And I was like, well, my son, you know, he's only four, but he plays. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, you should bring him out, man. Maybe he's old enough to play with the five-year-olds. So that's kind of how it happened, man. It was it was genuine. It was all him. He 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 gravitated on it to it on his own. And and Deuce, when did you know that I'm pretty good at this? <laughs> like when did you know? Like uh, I've always loved the sport, as he said. I've played it my whole life. It's nothing new to me. But I'll say. Around high school, by the time I got to high school is when I, I started realizing I think I was pretty good. Well, realize that I'm pretty good and that I, I can continue to play this and I want to play this game. You know, it's it's crazy because I always look at LeVar Ball and and um, him saying that his sons were going to play in the NBA. And, and at the end of the day, he had all, he has all three sons playing in some form of the NBA. And, and Dad, you got both of your sons, one at a D1 school, Pac-12 school which is incredible in itself. You know, um, I know that we played sports growing up, you know, every Saturday, Sunday, football, basketball, baseball, we played everything. But to see your son be able to do it to a level that is elite, I know that's got to be like just a proud dad moment for you. Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. But also I know um, he did the work, you know, as a dad, we just always want to make sure that we give them the tools needed to be successful. You know, be it that we throw bullpen and we right. play catch and making sure they got, you know, necessary equipment to be successful. But uh, they got to be driven. Right. And I got to admit, he was driven. And I was proud, don't get me wrong and, and all that, but also I was more proud of um, he set a goal and he worked towards that goal, mm. you know, mm. and as dad, you know, I'm just alone for the ride. I'm here to make sure he got what he need. And, but he, he did it, man. I'm, I'm sitting in your beautiful home and I'm looking at all these trophies. Um, I count probably 20 plus and, <laughs> and that's gotta be crazy in itself, you know, um, you got a younger son as well that's on the same track, and we'll talk about trade in a little bit. But the transition from little league to high school to now college, I know it's a crazy like upswing. Like, what's what was the biggest adjustment from high school to college that you had to on the field that you had to 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 adjust to? Um. I wouldn't say necessarily that there's a big adjustment. It's just more of the game starts to speed up. And you necessarily, I mean, especially with baseball, but with all sports, you're never doing anything. It's the same game for the most part that you've been playing since you were a kid. So it's never necessarily that it's, it's a jump or adjustment that needs to be made. It's just the pace of play becomes faster. The game starts to, it can speed up on you, but to be successful, all you have to do is slow it back down. So it's just... Being more comfortable knowing knowing what you're doing at a at a in a different sense of you're not just out there swinging or playing like maybe you were in high school you got to have uh more of a a mental game when it comes to it. I mean, obviously the pitching is a little bit <laughs> different. Well, of course, of course. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yes, the players are getting better, but usually, I mean, 
I got there just as much as they did too. So it's like, in a sense, it's not. It, yeah, the game sped up, but you just got to slow it back down. I think that maybe if anything, that was the adjustment. Yeah, it was learning how to slow it back down and making sure I I took the time to do that. How do you, so? How do, how do you feel, Dad? About so the game of baseball? I would say when, when we were kids was predominantly African American. Well, not predominantly, but there were more African American players in the eighties, nineties. Then it started to to tail off a little bit. How, how what was that challenge as far as having having a son in a game that there weren't a lot of players that kind of looked like him? How did you keep him motivated? Like you can do this. Yeah, that was that was well when we were in Oakland. Right, it was easy. It was right. you know he was playing with you know peers, people that looked like him mm-hmm. for the most part. Um, but when he turned. Uh, 12, we end up moving mm-hmm. and the dynamic it, changed the dynamic a little bit. Changed. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And it ended up being, he was, you know, for the most part, the only African American, or I'm yeah. going to say brother on the team. Yeah. You know, um, and so uh, truth of the matter is, it really didn't phase us, I don't believe, early at those ages. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because he would just go out there and do what he would do. Um, but it was tough because, you know, it, it, sometimes it could be any for any reason that playing time and all that, you know. Right. People had already been with the teams that he was joining. Mm-hmm. They already kind of had the chemistry and everything. And then here it is, this young man stepping on the scene you know, hitting bombs and, right. and and running down balls and, and you know and pitching and shutting down, it would be hard for him to get on the field. Right. You know, so um, that part was challenging in itself, um, leading up to high school. Um, every team he played on, he was <laughs> pretty much the only brother. You yeah, know, yeah. And then as he got a little older, he started realizing, like, wait a minute, dad, nobody looked like me. Right. You know, and could this be reason why I'm not playing in certain situations mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. stuff like that? So, we, you know, we went through that. Yeah. And that was a tough period. Um, but here again, he chose a sport that usually after the age of 12, like you said earlier, we, we, we start playing basketball. Right. We start playing football. Exactly. You know. The more flashier, for lack of better words, right. uh, sports, you know, or you know, a lot of people get to see you a little more notoriety Definitely. and stuff like that. Um, and I say that respectfully. Of course. Um, but, you know, baseball wasn't that glamorous sport for like most youths when right. they get in their teens. But for Keith... He stuck with it, man. He didn't care about being the only one out there. He was like, Dad, I'm going to play. I'm going to make them see me. I'm going to make them play. I'm going to make it hard for them to take me out, not put me in this game. Right. That had to motivate you, know? you too, though, Deuce. That of to, course. Yeah. I mean, I would love to one day be inspiration, hopefully change it and get it back to how it used to be and see more people like me. I mean, you see the changes. I mean, you got the argument that one of the best players in the world right now is Black Sam Mookie. And it's like, just, I love to watch him play and all that. He's the motivation and all that. And it's just, of course, one day I want to be that. Yeah. So 
in, in high school, you guys played some travel ball. Talk about some of the places you guys went to and some of the experiences. You guys went out the country. You guys did a bunch of different places. Um, I would always hear about uh, uh, Keith on the road. You and Trey were just in Florida not too long ago. Yeah, so, just last week. Yeah, just last week. So talk about the experiences just playing against kids you've never even seen or heard of before. Like, How did you prepare for that? Because that would have to be – there's no film to, to, to look at or – you're just going almost blind. How were you able to like just adjust to a picture you never seen before? Man, it's just, <laughs> I mean, it's tough. I mean, honestly, the film part and studying your opponents and all that really doesn't come along until about college. So. Yeah. And then going on to that next level, the professional level, all that, that's when like that video part comes on where you're not just studying yourself or other hitters and stuff like that. You're actually studying your opponent and what they do, trying to find tendencies before that. But Back then, high school, I mean, it was just fun. I mean, it was all about, I tried to keep high school. I mean, yeah, of course, towards around my junior, senior year, it started to, how it is now, more of like a business. And But I just tried to keep it fun back then. I mean, I was I'm still blessed, but especially back then and where I'm going still. I, mean, I was taken all around the country, got to even go to Cuba. So it was like, I mean, baseball has taken me all over. It's continuing to take me places that I would have never guessed I would have been at, so... Just for that, it's just trying to have fun. And back then, it was that's all it was. I mean, I was out there just having fun, whether I had seen the dude before, whether I hadn't. It was just another person I was facing. I was in the box, he was on the mound, and that's it. You, <laughs> you and me. Let's let's see. Exactly. Yeah. Um, going to Pullman, I, I know it probably was. It, it snows there. <laughs> big, big culture shock. Big yes. change, weather environment, everything. You're missing your mama's cooking. That's why you're home now, I'm sure. <laughs> exactly. You know, what's, what's your, like, pregame routine? Like, how do you get mentally prepared before your game starts? Uh, last year, I mean, we'll see how this year goes. But last year was a lot different. We had COVID. So, yeah. of course, we still had uh, classes. We're still online. So, I mean, with that, it was also, it was a blessing in disguise because, I mean, when season started, you got to be at the field all day. So, like, pregame, I, I got to get there. I mean, we take, say it's a 5 o'clock game, we take BP around 2, 2-ish, 3-ish, I would say, maybe a little earlier. But I'm at the field at 11, 12, getting my food, getting pre-work in, probably on the tee, getting prepared in the cage before I even take BP. So, that was a blessing. Hopefully, this year I can do some of that again get there early but mentally it's just more of a get myself dialed tuned in know what i try and come up with a plan try to execute that plan and just that's about it you know how um with with COVID, I, so i saw you at three games last year davis berkeley and usc and the the fans there weren't a lot of fans in the stands you know even at davis they had a sitting at a, at a different angle because of COVID. and i know that has to be well it has to be a challenge when you don't hear fans, you know, whether it's good or bad, you know, how, are you excited about this year with the fans maybe being yeah, able to yeah, come yeah, back? Yeah. Or? Of course, of course. I mean, I don't, I can't tell you what it was right. like before. Cause I mean, of course, yeah, you got high school, but in the level of since where I'm at now and the amount of people that would be at the game, right. so it's totally different. Now, baseball, a little different. I mean, we, I mean, I know they were talking about this with like the bubbles and the pandemic with all three sports and everything, just since baseball, yeah, fans do have an impact, but in a sense, you, you kind of, not as much as maybe, say, a football game does right. when the momentum swings, especially basketball during the momentum swing. So, 
fans don't really affect you, but like it, it is fun. It's fun out there, especially being in college. I know. I remember. I can look back like Arizona State last year. They had opened it up the weekend we got there, and the hecklers. It was just something new. You just, right. You, know, you, you hear them, and it's like, oh, okay, oh, what is this? this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was something totally different. So, so I mean, I guess I'm looking forward to it, ready to see how it is, but never really got to you. Got to me rather too much in a sense. And you're right. In, in baseball, even at you know major league, it gets quiet at cer- certain times right. as opposed to football and basketball. So I, I do understand that. Dad's had a lot of games. Dad, how many games did you hit last year? <laughs> <laughs> It'd be easy to probably say how many games I did. Not right. Have. That's no. a lot, y'all. No, so. I usually go to all the games. And, and I want to go back on the point where you was talking about where is baseball taking him. Um, what What – cities as he been mm-hmm. to man and we have been all over the country and then the the privilege to go with it and go with him to cuba i remember getting the call about his invite to cuba and i was kind of like oh man i yeah. gotta get passport right get, exactly you know yep. stuff we wasn't prepared and this was at 14 you know wow so it was it was it was a great feeling and like i always tell him man you know the one thing, like he was talking about baseball and college, trying to get down and slow it down, slow mm-hmm. the game down. Yeah. Always try to get him, to, get him to understand to kind of slow life down. Right. Take a moment to enjoy some of the things where baseball has taken him. Definitely. And, you know, of course, we, we dads. Yeah, so we, we older, we kind of know to do like enjoy this moment. Right. You know. We get to Cuba. This boy focused on just playing. I right. got it. He out there serious, and you know, and this is more of a like like a, an exchange. We're just giving them, bringing them equipment and stuff because that's what this whole movement at that got time it. for us going to Cuba. It wasn't about them playing. It was about them giving back. So to almost back. Yeah. yeah, like I they took you. equipment. Mm-hmm. I mean, we took bags of baseball equipment. You know. To Cuba to give out to, you know, yep. those kids out there that play baseball. Yeah, and, and yeah, that Latin influence yes. is huge in baseball. So yes. I'm sure they were probably very appreciative of that too. Well, no, they were just as competitive in the beginning <laughs> oh, yeah. at first. That's what, that's why he got competitive. And I remember one one gentleman in particular. He was he was I called him Mister. He was a mean looking dude, but he looked like a grown man. Right. You know, oh. but him and Keith went at it. Mm. You know, Keith was pitching. He hit Keith for a home run, you know, and, you know, and they was mouthing to him and, you know, yeah. and, and, and giving him the business. And then that's when Keith turned around and got serious. Right. That guy ended up pitching to Keith and Keith hit that dude <laughs> for a home run. Took him you know, yard too. Took him yard. But the funny thing about it was. All the kids out there, you seen them cheering Keith on. Mm. By the time Keith crossed home plate, they was all clapping and then laughing at the dude pitching. And at the end of this whole thing event that day, Keith and that dude end up being buddies. See, they exchange. I think you got his hat. I don't even remember. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got it. No, he ended up, Yeah, he ended up giving me his hat. Mm-hmm. He took Keith's jersey. I mean, it, I mean, when I say we had already took a whole bunch of stuff, but right. they. I was so proud of him at that moment. It was a trip because you looked up. Here Keith is standing over there in his shorts. He gave away everything. everything. Yeah. You know, That's and good. so did the rest of the players that had the privilege of going to Cuba. So it was a phenomenal moment. So we took that time when I always tell him to try to take stuff in. And now to see him where he's at now, um, 
I got to see him play at Arizona State. Right. I got to go to see him play up at Oregon State. Yeah. You know, um, USC. Yeah. Even home here at Cal. I just like where, you know, family and friends were all able to come out and see him play. Definitely. You know. What, um, did you, did you choose a major yet? <laughs> are you still thinking about that? What are you leaning uh, towards? The business side. So Bus- yeah. sports management with the business. There you business go. Minor. There you go. There you go. Um, what were some of the, um, you went to, uh, Fenway Park? Did you go to a major league this, park? This, uh, this summer. Okay. When I was in, uh, New York for summer. Okay. Ball. I played in the Perfect Game Collegiate League. Uh, and I took a trip. We had a weekend off. And I took a trip down with a teammate of mine, and we went down to Fenway in Boston for the weekend. How was that? It was dope, man. Fenway yeah. is that's historic. It was it was beautiful, nice scene, man. It was I got to see the rivalry. Got to see Boston, and New York, and it was just it was it was surreal. What um what what are some stadiums that your last year that you went to? What was one of your favorites or playing wise? Yeah, playing wise. Um. Let's see. Well, you know, I'm big from the Bay, so you know, grew up yeah. all hearing all about Barry and yeah. just so going to see Arizona State, seeing his name in the rafters and everything. That was that was fun. Oregon State, what they did, like, yeah, they, you got to have respect. I mean, they got to have respect for what Casey did with that program up there and seeing them go on that run and kind of bring notoriety to the pack. Um, man, of course, Cal being back home, so right? There was that. <laughs> Uh, definitely. I I remember um, we were at that game, and and I think your uncle got a text. Um, he was on TV, um, from from your grandpa, and uh, I know that had to be just crazy for the family just to see you playing on television. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. That had to be insane. Yeah, I mean, last year when the season started, and when I would get in and get my opportunities just getting text messages when I, I like getting out of the game for family hey we were watching we saw you good AB all that send the pictures talking about I look big on right. TV like yeah. you getting stronger all that so it was it was surreal but it's also where I wanted to go and where I, how I want to keep going so it's like also it's a moment of reflection to be happy but also to remember that I'm not where I'm at definitely. or where I want to go right definitely you know your dad your dad pushed you a lot and we got to give some kudos to your mom too oh of course you know course. she uh she came to visit you as well right <laughs> how, how, visit her baby how, how did that go having uh, her on campus well oh i mean you know it's two different you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, dad's come you know dad pops comes and we we kicking it we you know we, we he going to cage he wants to see he wants to see all the baseball side my ass at school side is you know he want to toss me in the cage all that and we talk about baseball that we just kick it. You know, mom's coming. She makes school. Sure, the school right. is all right. Making sure you have enough got pencils. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, she came. I know she came uh, this semester or last semester, rather. Uh, I went up. He didn't come this semester, yeah. <laughs> which was was weird. But yeah. he didn't come. She came, though. I mean, she got a whole new desk for our room, everything. Got everything set up. But no, it was nice. I'd show around the campus, show her what I was doing and all that. Especially a little more since class was in and. You know, she had came to some games up there, and she, you know, it was different. It was it wasn't a lot of people there, all that. So it was, it was fun. What, um, as a dad, you're probably Keith's biggest critic. Nah, nah, nah. no, that's me. <laughs> okay, I'm his I'm biggest, biggest critic. critic. Okay, okay, I'm his second biggest. Critic. <laughs> gotcha. Is there is there something that you like? How do you? I don't think you need to stay motivated, but when you kind of see everyone goes through ups and downs, whatever. How do you keep him not to be too high and not too low? 
Well, I think well, I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna say this. The biggest thing is our, you know, he has a uh, our logo or whatever you say. You had that. You share that way. What is it? Always or what is it? How do we we changed it? But I'm gonna just I'm gonna go. We started it was just Triple H, hustle hungry, humble. Yeah. So, and we started that at about twelve, thirteen. What, mm. what age was that? Yeah, around there. We always said it, but yeah. just in the sense of that hustle. You know, I think I saw that on a shirt. shirt. Yeah. Shirt, yeah. Shirt, yeah. Shirt. Okay, I did see well, that. Yeah, I know you had changed it on the shirt. We're gonna. It's like always hustle. Yeah. Like stay hungry and then be humble, but. You know, the one, hungry, humble. It's always been those three. I mean, we've known it. It's always lived by that. But like, it became that became the thing around. Like, yeah, I say thirteen, fourteen. The one thing I do commend you on is your 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 hum. You're as humble as you are. Like, I know that there are guys out there who probably don't conduct themselves as you do. You carry yourself like not just as a business, but you've always been this way. Like, just kind of mellow and not too high, not too low. You know, and a lot of that is attributed to your parents, you know. Um, talk about, I know you're hard on yourself, you know. So how, how do you make sure you kind of just stay focused and not really, like, get too down? Because we talked about this a few weeks ago where no one's batting a thousand, right? right. So, you know, you, you hitting three out of ten, you're pretty great, you know. Right. Th- you know, so how do you keep that focus? Uh, it's really come along this past year. I- I'll say th- this past year was definitely rough. It was different for me, you know, growing up, being in high school and then getting to college where, you know, competition stiffer, all that. I mean, I won't get into all that, but all that. Uh, this past year was tougher, and it's especially to where I'm at now mentality-wise, and it took some time. I mean, he was in my corner, of course. My yep. dad was talking to me every time, but just we've been big the last couple, last month about staying positive. Right. And being positive. Right. And making sure... If you if you put positive energy out, positive results gonna follow. So definitely, it's just it took. I've always wanted to be perfect. Of course, I know I'm not perfect, but like especially when it comes, to, I feel like I'm very good at this sport, and I feel like I could be perfect. I'm yeah. striving to be perfect, mm-hmm. but I know that's not gonna happen. And it's like you said, you fail seven out of ten times, and you you a great player in this game, possibly a Hall of Famer, and it's just it t- it took a long time, but it really just I'm not gonna go. You just got to stick with it. I mean, that's especially over the summer. I know there was one point where even over the summer, I was hitting like a hundred. Right. I, I couldn't, I couldn't hit a ball. And then when I did hit a ball, was it hard enough or it was right at somebody? And I, I just kept sticking with it, seeing what I need to fix. And then eventually it just clicked. So it's just sticking with that. I mean, even this fall back at school, it was more of focusing on instead of trying to be like last year, I was pretty big on just, I got to be successful, got to be successful, got to be successful. That's the only way I'm going to get on the field. It's not about that. It's, it's being better than I was yesterday. If I'm better than myself than I was yesterday, then, of course, I mean, I was watching something today uh, about a track dude. I think he was in England or something, and he was talking about how uh, he, was, he had, like, a track runner. She was like, he thought she was going to run 20 seconds. She ran 18. So the goal was to run 17 the next time, not to beat the person who was running 10 seconds. Just to be better at what be you did today before. Because yeah. eventually, you're going to keep going down, keep going down, and you're versing yourself. Because if you have everybody run 18, and you run 18, were you better than you were yesterday? Right. So right. that's where I'm, in my head, that's where I'm at. I want to be better than I was yesterday. I want to continue to improve and be on the track that I'm going on. Because 
I can't control anything else. Right. And it's sticking with that. It's knowing that I'm I'm trusting and believing that I'm gonna get to where I want to get. And the only way I'm gonna do that is being better. Definitely. I I remember I was at your signing day, and when you when you uh, thanked your family, and all I think about. So I have a 12 year old who who wants to play basketball. Um, it's an expense, Dad. This is an expensive. <laughs> this is expensive, man. <laughs> hey, well, you know, it is expensive, dude. Yeah. And and I, 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 but you know what? Along with that, you gotta you gotta make it available for your kids. Right. Baseball is expensive. Yes. Baseball is very expensive. Um, from trainers to uh, private coaches to just being on travel ball teams. And I can remember a day when we talked and we finally decided to break away from the the daddy run teams mm-hmm. and to get real with right. it was at the age of 14. And I remember I told him, hey, man, find out. You do the research. That was you like 16. 16? I'm <laughs> sorry. Like yeah, you're right. Yeah, 15. I was already in high school. Yeah, you were in high school, so it's 15. You're right. I said, man, find out what programs is out here. Mm-hmm. And I want you, we're going to go find out when they when you can try out, and no matter what the cost is, we're going to go. Yeah. It's time. Because I asked him, I said, how, how, how good do you think you are? You remember that day? I said, how good do you think you are? That mm-hmm. joker looked at me and said, Dad, I could play with anybody. And I was like, okay, then you go out to show me. Right. So he found these two organizations. They were the Zoots and mm-hmm. NorCal. Mm-hmm. And uh, lo and behold, this dude go out there and he made both teams. So you know what? I promised him. I said, if you make the teams, I'm going to pay for them. Yeah. He made both of them. That's, that's- so our summer consisted of we were going from tournament to tournament every weekend. Arizona, uh, L.A., back there, San Diego, back to Arizona. I, I mean, here to Sacramento. Yeah, it was it was crazy. But sure. that was the year that he did his thing. Washington State coaches saw him, head coach saw him, and and was like, "Hey." So it was all, it's all well worth it in the end. So I, I, what you're getting at is number one, what you asked was definitely yes. it's expensive, yeah. but it's well worth it. One, when you see your sons having success, right? Two, you got to enjoy the ride yourself. Definitely. I enjoy watching him play. And along with that, we also, I met a host of other dads, right? Even moms out there mm-hmm. who I can say we were friends, mm-hmm. you know, and we all was in this travel thing together. Yeah. And it's good to see their kids go on into college and play. Some even got drafted, mm-hmm. had that privilege. And I got to know that I got to know them. Right. Through Keith's travels. So at the end of the day, it is an expense, but it's an expense that's well worth it. That's definitely well worth it. How do you what do you uh, challenge yourself um, going into your sophomore year, what are you challenging yourself to to be better at or work on something that you probably need to work on a little bit? Um, I, I know you got wheels, you know. I, I know you, I know you got speed, you know. So is it more um, stolen bases? Is it more uh, on base percentage? Is it what? What do you feel like? Um, 
still figuring out. But okay. for the most part, uh, I think defensively, I want to go in there, take a spot, yeah, do what I need to do, and just just showcase that because I think I mean. I know I can handle it, but a lot of there's a lot of concern out there whether I can or not. So I want to prove that I can because I know I can. And is that just more a challenge of yourself, like just challenge? Yeah. I mean, for me, I, that's one thing I've learned. I, I can never control right outside opinion at all, and there's always going to be that outside opinion. Yeah, people, people still question whether Mike Trout is the best player in the game. Right, and compare him to this person, compare him to that person, and all that, but. He can only go out there and be Mike Trout, so that that's what I'm saying. For with me, it's it's I can care less what someone else thinks of me. I I I appreciate the input, and I, I'm listening to what you have to say. But I I believe in myself, and I know what I can do. So it's just going out there and challenging myself. So I want to challenge myself to be. I mean, I look at what I did last year in a sense. So like now going into this year, I want to go in there, become a starter. Yeah. Uh, become a defensive starter eventually. Uh. Hit better than I did last thing. I ended up around 250, 260 last year. So I want to hit around the threes this year, get more at-bats, earn those at-bats. Uh, and just going to that, I mean, I got my goals. I don't want to put of them course. out there in I the understand. street. But I, I do have them written down, and I know, I know what I can accomplish. And, and you're standing in books too, right? Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, okay. got to get out on the field by having those books. Yeah, right. definitely. Plus, you know, mom. Mom harping on that. Yeah. <laughs> education first, baby. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Exactly. Oh, it is. Yeah, definitely. It is. It's education first. Yeah, definitely. And I think the one thing that that we always emphasize, I always emphasize with them is, if you want something, you go take it. Right. Right. You, you know, once you learn how to take, in a sense... You know how to keep. Right. So the one thing I always emphasize to him and Trayvon is you never be outworked. Be the first one in the gym. Get your work. Put in your work. Be one of the last one to leave. Get in the field. Handle your business. Stay professional. You know, um, those things will pay off in the long run. Definitely. One thing that that. I admire about you, Dad, is um, the, the the stigma of, of the black father. You know, it, it it's negative, you know, connotations about the black father. But your firsthand, like just an example that there are a lot of black fathers out there who are prevalent in their in their children's lives, who are great examples to their children. And who push their children. And so I just want to applaud you on that. Because I know there were times when he probably was five or six or seven. And I don't want to play. And you probably had to just, no, we're going to finish this year. You know, until you got the love yourself. I mean, you probably liked the game, playing around. I remember when, when my kid was in center field when he was five. He's just looking up in the sky, you know. <laughs> and so sometimes you have to, you want to let the kids be the kids. You know, yeah. go out there and just, just. Go have fun or whatever. But then I know that there was a time where you had to be like, hey, this is what we're doing as well. So I applaud you for that. And I applaud you for listening because it made you the player that you are and the player that you are going to be. So kudos to you, dad. And kudos to you, too, son, for that. Um, By the way, y'all. So this is my first 
episode on a new podcast network called the Believe Network. Um, so to have you guys on my first one, oh, we appreciate it's, it's pretty it, awesome to me too. We appreciate it. That's a privilege. Yeah, definitely. So this is like this is I'm never gonna forget this, you know. Um, and and you know I appreciate you guys about that. Next season's coming up. Hawaii's coming up. <laughs> But I'm more talking about dad now, Hawaii <laughs> and the island. I know you got a ga- games to play and all that, you know. That's got to be pretty awesome to be able to go. This game can take you anywhere in the world. Like yeah. I said, I think we got we got Hawaii and then we go into the SEC. Right? Then we go back to what? I can tell you, schedule. <laughs> yeah. Where we go? No, just those, those first two weeks we go. Uh, Hawaii started out from Hawaii. We go to Arizona. We got uh, – at Peoria, we're in Peoria or something at the um, minor league stadium. I don't know if we're actually on the stadium or one. But Is that Illinois? Go there. Uh, no, Arizona. It's, oh, Arizona. Uh, Arizona, yeah. Okay. And then we go back home for a couple of days and we fly out and we got the Frisco Classic. And so, where's that at? Frisco, Texas. Frisco, Texas. Yeah, okay. Exactly. That's what it is. <laughs> got AM Friday night. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, you got an SEC school. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be awesome. Is that like a three game series or you guys uh, play? Yeah, yeah, okay. It's one of those little. Three-game tournament, so four teams in it. So. so so being a California kid, you know, those Southern schools, they really, they own some different stuff, right, when it comes to their collegiate and their athletics or whatever, <laughs> especially the SEC. So is there an extra chip on your shoulder just knowing that, not in conference, conference is one thing, but <laughs> going out of conference and playing teams that think that they're better than you guys. Like, how is that? Uh, you looking forward to it? I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I'm always looking forward. I mean, season time season time is the best time, honestly. I mean, I'm playing the sport I love, going after it. Uh, but, yeah, there's a, I mean, there's always a chip. But, yeah, I guess you could say there's an added chip because they usually got that, you know, that present. They feel like, you know, I'm the man, whether right. it's, you know, I throw 98, whatever. Right. Like, you know, there, there's a power school that, that – that power conference, you know, big Southern guy, you know, feel, feel like, yeah. So I guess you could say that, but. Cause even, even like in football, um, they say, you know, the SEC dominates the landscape of, of football. Mm-hmm. And I can only imagine that in basketball and baseball, they probably think the same thing because they're so dominant in one sport. But we all think it. I of mean, course. I mean, we think, we, <laughs> Pat, all of us, we think we're the, be- we're the greatest conference. So it's just that, it's that, it's that pride. It's yeah. having that pride. So yeah. they got it, we got it, we all got it. So yeah, when you cut, when you get that clash, it's, it's two, it's two powerful high schools going at it. So that's, that's all it is. That's all <laughs> it is. Definitely look forward to it. Man, and, I might have to make that trip. And I'm going to be in the building. <laughs> yeah, sure. I might have to make that trip. You know, I just hope this COVID don't shut anything right. down because it's, you know, the right. numbers that's are Texas picking stuff. up. <laughs> yeah. Right, Texas, yeah, that's so. true. That's true. We should be all right <laughs> in Texas. How, how, do you, how do you guys stay um, with COVID? How do you guys kind of like stay careful? You know, it's, it's I, I assume it's, rather difficult practicing with your teammates and, and going to other stadiums and just being around just people. people. Yeah. Uh, baseball, it's a little different Okay, like with us because you got to think we, you know, it's not like basketball or football where we're out there maybe two days. Right. You know, you fly out there, you play your game, and you leave. Right. So it's like with us, we, you know, we're out there three days and usually there day before and you got practice that day or you might want to get in 
two days before so you can have a rest day if it's a long flight and then you got practice next. so it's a little different you know you gotta eat all that so it's it's a little different but just more you, you gotta stay safe with it i mean wearing your mask uh pushing for the vaccination of course everybody got there but you know like I, i'm fully vaccinated just got my booster all that so it's just being catching up with that being safe with that uh you just gotta be safe with it. i mean it's the times we're living in right now. Yeah, it's and the new normal. A little different, man. It's not like it's a a complete contact sport like basketball right. is. Basketball, they bumping and you right. know every That's day true. And, and down in the paint, football, they, they tackling, tackling each right. other and, and 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 blocking each other. You know, baseball, other than something at the at the bags or at the plate, right? You yeah. know, and even then, you're, you're not. Yeah, you're, you're outside and no contact you know, and yeah, so you it's. Know. So with that, it's a little different. So I am kind of glad he is a baseball player. Definitely, you know? definitely, definitely. Um, but yeah, it's 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 gonna be fun, man. I look forward to this season. I think the coaches are challenging him. Um, you know, so it's gonna and, be fun. And you taking that challenge too? Of course. Yeah, you, you better right. Yeah, of course. yeah. Now you got a a younger brother, and he's playing baseball as well. How how do you um, challenge him? Uh, I'll ask both of you guys. How do you challenge him? Because I'm the youngest. Dad, you're the youngest. And and we both know that we always want to be better than our older siblings, right? We we are better. <laughs> yeah, we are definitely. We are better. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely. I, that's what I teach. Yeah, def- definitely. Better. So so, and how does that motivate? How does that motivate you to know that? I got, I got a younger right brother now. on your heels nah, yeah, yeah. that uh, thinks he's faster than you, <laughs> thinks he can hit the ball better than you, think he's better looking than you, like everything across the board, right? It's, it's always it's always motivation. But no, nah, I mean, I love it. I mean, don't shy away. He also didn't let us shy away from competition. Definitely. So, uh, and he's always put me in positions that, where I have to compete. I mean, right. if, if I wasn't being challenged, then I'm not there. Whether it be school, whether it be sports, whether it be... He's always so we've never shied away from competi- competition in this house. But mm-hmm. uh right. he uh no, it's nice, man. I just I try to give him the information I'm receiving because I know I'm, you know, I'm a couple years ahead. So right. I'm getting information, you know, that not a lot of people have, not a lot of us have access right. to. So I'm getting that information. I'm relaying it to him, letting him translate it to him and I'm starting to see it happen. Uh seeing a change. He's getting to that age where he's starting to get real focused and serious. It took him a little longer, but I'm loving it. He's getting real serious about it, focused. So I'm just enjoying watching, see where it goes. Because I mean, I think I'd be more proud for him than I am for myself. Right, so it's just, right. It's just fun to see because I know it, I play more of a part with that. So it's like it's, it's fun. I'm watching. I'm loving it. I'm ha- proud for him. I know things are gonna work out and all that. And it's, it's going well for him. Trey's going into his junior year. Junior year. Yeah, and, and, and let, go let, let me just give you a. Uh, a glimpse into what their week looked like. So okay. Keith has been home for three weeks. Right. But prior to that, um, Trayvon's regiment has always been Monday trainer, school and trainer. Tuesday was his day off. Uh, we have meetings. Yeah. And then, uh, but he still works out. Yeah. Uh, Wednesday trainer, Thursday trainer. <laughs> after skits is all after school. Uh, Friday trains at home and he goes and sees his coach. Okay. Um, Saturday hitting coach, hitting coach that is yeah. Saturday. He usually does field work and 
and take VP. Pretty much Sunday is his only off day. So Keith comes home and it was kind of crazy when Keith's schedule and Trey's schedule fell right in line with each other. Oh, wow. That's kind of what. So that told me, one, that he had been communicating with Trey, mm. meaning Keith had mm-hmm. been talking to his brother about his regiment. And so when they come, I, I didn't know right. that they had pretty much the same schedule. Okay. So when Keith came home, they just continued with that. They both meal prep. Trayvon and Keith pretty much eat the same foods. Mm-hmm. So it kind of was a breath of fresh air for me to have Keith be able to give that type of instruction to his brother. Right. And you can see it all change in his body. Yeah. Oh, you saw in Mexico. I just saw. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) And I just saw Trey a minute ago. I'm like, dang, you're getting bigger and bigger, dude. I mean, even like you, Keith, like when I saw you a couple weeks ago, like you got neck muscles. I've never even thought of, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. When he came home, Keith came home. It was a breath of fresh air because I actually, I knew that he had been working out like mm-hmm. crazy and I right. knew he had put on some, some mass, right. you know, some muscle. Definitely. And to see it, I'm like, oh, now it's time. Definitely. You know, it's coming. And then, uh, I knew the speed and all that was going to come back. Cause one thing I always say is they talk about everybody going through COVID. Right. But I remember Keith going through COVID, meaning not being able to play Mm -hmm. at home, frustrated, working out. You know, everybody went through some changes. But to see him get back to himself and and at this level is going to be it's going to be fun to watch. Definitely. Trey is six one. Trey is about six. He's a little taller than six. Okay. And you're six, six three-ish? Six two. Six, six two? Six two. Six two and a half. Yeah, definitely. Time. Definitely. So you know your yeah, younger brother. We got brother. another one coming. We yeah. Got another, yeah, you know your, your younger brother's coming for you. You know oh, that, right? Yeah, he's been trying for the longest. I've been hearing this since he's been in like eighth grade. Yeah, so. definitely. And then dad, he's that's coming. that's got to make you feel good that, that you're going to have two boys playing Major League Ball in the next three years <laughs> <laughs> hey. like we got to put that out there though hey, what do we man, say positive, positive thoughts positive you know what i'm saying hey i got you man you know what if 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 that happened of course i'd be ecstatic but my biggest thing for them is i want to make sure that they become good men right definitely you know um that's first and foremost first and foremost definitely. if they're good men then i know all that other good stuff is going to happen for definitely them. definitely so my biggest you know, my biggest goal and task is to make sure that they stay on task for that to become good men definitely you definitely. know and then then i know the rest to fall in place definitely this is gonna hit some thousand people a few thousand people on this new network you want to throw your ig <laughs> on there if you, if you want to people nah. they, your followers are gonna come up they're gonna, they gonna, you know, they gonna find out they're gonna find you like they're gonna find out it's my name anyway so okay all right <laughs> what all is right. it See, y'all trying to say Yeah, we put, put your IG on there. Let them know. Keith.Jones2. That's, that's all it is. All right. All right. I'm looking at that picture right there. Was that New Orleans when no, we went to the Raider game? the Raider game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we got a big game coming up this week. So we Raider fans, y'all. I don't know if y'all understand oh. that. How that's a that, how your teammates, they're not all from the Bay. They're not from the Bay, obviously. Oh, no. We got people from all over. So I'm sure you guys talk about more than just baseball. You guys, Of course. Yeah. So how, how do you... How do you represent your Raiders? <laughs> oh, I mean, I mean, especially being in Washington, we got a lot of like Seattle folks. Right. Like, we got, I know, a lot of, you know, 
Seattle ain't no competition at all. No. Whether it's people from Seattle on here, whatever, I don't care. No competition. <laughs> no competition with the Bay. Y'all knock off SF, and I don't even like SF. My OGM, Rick, I know you're listening. here in Seattle. So, <laughs> but, yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, we got a lot of, like, kind of like one of my one of my best friends up there, uh, Tyler. He's he's like that. He'd be talking about, oh, you know, we dance better. All that, our music. But I'm like, they're no. all trying to emulate us. So what this you, is where it came from. It's a lot of that. I mean, everybody kind of represents their city, whether it's – and then even with sports. I know I got a couple of my pals, Arizona. So, like, you know, we had playoffs last year. And then mm-hmm. especially this year right now with my Warriors back back on track and Arizona doing their thing with yeah. D-Book and C-Paul. So it's it's – it's fun. So yeah. there's a lot of that. And then football. And, of course, got a couple of Raider fans on the team, a couple of Seattle, everywhere. people from all over. So it's just it's fun. You, you get to have that, that locker room talk, that having fun, especially being in college. Right. It's not like we're building friendships. Definitely. It's not like in the sense where, you know, oh, you know, we business partners or something right. like that. We actually building friendships and becoming a team. So Did you get to any football games this last year or did they let you guys – into the stadium. Oh no, no, we were at every game. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. How's that? Our coaches. It's fun. Yeah, uh, <laughs> won't get too into it. Right, but, right. Uh, it's fun to go to a college fun. football it's game. Fun. Right. I mean, <laughs> it was suck. Yeah. Because you know we, you know, yeah. As much as our coaches made sure we got there, we didn't have no days off. So right. you know, we got we up at seven, eight in the morning getting to the field because we got we got inner squad that day. But you know, you better hop right out and shower and then get to the game. So it, it was fun. And and how many um, fans does the football stadium hold? Like thirty thousand? Uh, no, 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 twenty twenty thousand, something like that. We got the smallest in the pack. Okay, but but granted, it's it's every student is almost there every game, so it's it's it might not be full packed, right? Honey, but you feel that energy because right. it's all people cheering on Washington State, so it's it's fun. And was the was the did the Huskies play in Pullman or nah? We were in, in Seattle. We played them in you know. So this year, scrape you dub that you know. So this year they played in Pullman. Forty thirteen, I think. Forty thirteen. You know, nah, it was fun. We were in Seattle. Uh, it was Thanksgiving break, so I got I actually got to go down. I didn't come home for break that break, and uh, I went out and stayed with some friends, and we all went to the game. So it was fun. I mean, that that whole day took a nice little trip to Seattle. Uh, drove down there, got to got to experience the city. It's a nice little city. Yeah, was Seattle was pretty fly. Uh, yeah. Got to go to the game, see 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 them do a thing, and it was fun. That's good, man. That's good. And you know, we missed our Raiders. Game. <sighs> you know, Raiders moved to Vegas. That was that was me and Keith. We still take our trips out to yeah. Vegas. Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you but guys you know, just did that, that right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. How was that stadium? Oh, that stadium it's good. amazing, I right? Didn't like seeing Mahomes, you know, get his get his swagger back in. Yeah, on our dime, right? But but it was man, that stadium is dope and big game this weekend. Big game, oh, yeah, big, big game, game this weekend. We got the this Chargers weekend. for the playoffs. Yeah, if they can pull this one off, you know what? But man, I'm actually proud of them. What they went through this year, right? To where they at right now, right? You know that would kind of be icing on the cake, in a sense, if they were to just make the playoffs, right? Um, but you know what, man? Yeah, it's always the man. I want to win it. Exactly. You know, so I don't want to just get there. I want to win the whole just get there. thing. Let's win this thing. Definitely. You know, Definitely. but uh, man, it, it's been a fun ride this year. Went team went through a whole lot. So, yeah, man. You know, but that's where it always talks about building character and all that. And you watch because, like, with the Raider players, that's why I always tell them I take them moments to kind of do teach, give teachable. Definitely, you have look, to look at what's happening. Yeah, and these are grown men. This how quick you quickly you can lose your career. Definitely. Your professional career. One bad experience. And that's one why bad situation. I emphasize 
men, yeah. raising good men. Yeah. Think about things before, you know, try to think things through. So I, I remember you told me, you said, no matter what you said, I tell my sons this, no matter what, call me. I'll get you home. I'll get you home. No matter what. You Don't get behind to. the wheel of a car. Call an Uber. It don't matter what time of the day or night it is. No. I'm going to get you home. I'm going to try my best. Dude. I'm going to try my best. If know, I got to drive out to Pullman and get you. I go to Pullman and get you. <laughs> yep, you definitely. know, but at the same token, it takes them to be responsible. And not to say that anything that happened, I'm not saying, you know, right. I don't want to get into all that. Right. What took place with the Raiders. But I'm just trying to say, you know, these young men are watching. Definitely. And so they can choose to learn from those those mistakes and yep. those dangerous situations that they put themselves in. Yeah. And that's all I hope to ever ask that they look and observe and try to learn from it. Definitely. You know? Definitely. Well, I want to thank you guys again for, for coming on, man. I, I, I really appreciate this. I know um, your winter break is pretty much over. Yeah. And, and back, you were just telling me you're leaving the next day or two and it's practice as soon as you touch down. Exactly. Ooh, that's got to be, what, three weeks off? Uh, How long have you, well, not off, off, right, because you've been working out here, right? No, but yeah, three weeks being back home. Got to enjoy the family. I got to see everybody, especially, you know. Yeah. Last year, I didn't really, you know, came back, and it was just us four. So it was cool, but coming back, getting to see, you know, all the aunties and uncles. Yeah. Of course, seeing my grandparents, all that, that was was fun, so. uh, And mom's home cooking. And mom, oh, yeah. I'll be, be thinking I'm throwing down and I come home and mom's got to remind me who boss. So yeah, exactly. It's fun. So. Yeah, I know that's right. So, yeah. Yeah, man, that's good, man. I, and I know you appreciate your dad for, for helping you and your brother, pushing you guys to, to the elite level that you guys are at. So. Always, man. It's not even, I can't even put it to words, man. It's, he my road dog. Yeah, I know that's right. So. I know yeah. that. That's why he gave you his name. <laughs> to, keep it, to keep it going. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, you know, we're going to end this episode, y'all. I want to thank uh, both Keith and Keith Jones II for coming on the first installment of the Believe Podcast Network. Hey, man, uh, we appreciate you having us, man. That's an you. honor. Thank, thank you, man. The honor's all we mine. We're going to definitely do it again. Appreciate y'all. All right. Thanks again, fellas, for coming in and chatting with me a little bit. I really appreciate you guys doing that. Um, there's a few things I want to talk about going forward um the latest news and sports cycle first of all my fantasy football teams i was in two cha- two leagues two championships and i lost both talking all that head and i laid an egg on both of those fantasy footballs keith and dad keith is in one of those leagues um but I lost to to another buddy of ours and and kind of sucks, but that's okay. My Raiders won in a thrilling, thrilling win over the Chargers. It's Monday morning, so this happened last night. Um, but that's the next episode. We'll talk all sports. Thanks again, you guys. You can continue to listen to us on the Believe Podcast Network. Um. This is going to be a great situation between the front office podcast and the Believe Podcast Network. We'll have plenty of new guests coming in soon. So we're looking forward to seeing how this continues to grow. Thank you all for supporting us. You can follow us at the front office GM on Instagram with the questions and your comments. 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.